0: Hello and welcome to the Stroke It Podcast. I'm Jenny Townsend, your host. This podcast is for individuals that are wanting to grow personally and professionally. The podcast is going to offer mindset shifts, personal experiences for myself and guests. We're also going to provide some great resources, tools, and direction for navigating life. The goal is to inspire you and encourage you to take ownership of your life and begin living it completely fully today. Let's get to stroking it. Hello and welcome to the Stroke It podcast. I'm Jenny Townsend, your host. I'm so excited to be here with you today. And I'm really, really excited to talk about how to boost company culture. I have had my company for over eight years and my number one goal are the people that work for our organization and they are the heartbeat of our organization. I want to make sure that they enjoy working at our company, that they love coming to work and I just have found that if they really genuinely love what they do, so are the people that you're catering to. They're going to love being part of your organization and they are going to share that love with all their friends and their families and all their neighbors, which is ultimately going to boost your organization as well. So I just wanted to go through 10 things that I want to encourage all owners, leaders, managers, and beyond to consider when they are leading an organization. These 10 things I feel can boost the company culture and morale, which is super, super important, especially with today with the increase in wages and there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of jobs out there as well. So having people that are loyal to your brand, to your organization, to you is super important. So number one thing is I'm going to say, you want to include all of your team members when making decisions. So I know a lot of companies have staff meetings and they meet pretty regularly to discuss, you know, where the company is going, what we're doing and how we can improve. Uh, We have found that it's super, super important to allow time at these meetings for our team members to give feedback, ask for help, ask for support, make suggestions. And then we take those into consideration as well. So, I think it's super important when we also host these meetings, we also take time to think about mental health and how can we contribute and give gratitude so, for instance, like our November staff meeting, we had every single person go around and say something they were thankful for or grateful for, and it was some of it was company related, some of it was family oriented so when they went around, when they gave thanks. You saw the impact that your organization is making, or I saw the impact our organization is making on their lives, whether they're buying a house, whether they're having children, whether they're having an outlet that's creative, uh, the fact that our company can provide some really great positive um, environment for some of them. And then they acknowledge some of their team members that we're super grateful for. And I know that we're all thankful for each other, but we don't always say that. So it was super powerful. So something to consider at one of your staff meetings. Uh, You know, I have a leadership team. I did a podcast about that like last week or the week before. And, you know, just including that leadership team in decisions that we're making for the company has really helped with their buy-in, but also like they have really great information. They're the ones that are there doing day-to-day operations. They're the ones that are there working with the clients. They know more than I know. So, it's super, super important to include them in all the decisions. And there are some decisions that I'm not including them on that are like big picture, larger, that require my personal money and then investments as well. So, they may not have too much of a say on that, but I do want to know what their future looks like. And so, I am having conversations with them because I don't want to be making large decisions with individuals in place that may not have, you know, a plan to be there in the new year or the year after. So, Incorporate your people into the decisions when we're running your company. Uh, Number two, I would say that office hours that include you in the lobby, lounge, break room, and other areas where you are available. So, for instance, for me, I don't have an office at either one of our locations, so I am not really forced, but my workspace is not really at the front desk. It's in the lobby or it's in the lounge area. Um, sometimes I work in our warehouse space, which is our concert venue. And what's really cool about that is I have team members like pull up a chair and we start talking. They start sharing ideas with me. They start sharing struggles and Sometimes I'm just having food and they're like, hey, can I have lunch with you? And so it creates really great conversation, but also connection with the employees, which I think is super, super powerful and important. And I also have some meetings that are scheduled on Mondays, but there's a lot of times I don't have meetings scheduled. I'm just there. I'm there for their resource. I'm there for an ear. I'm there to give them a hug. I'm there just to show face as well. And that has proved to be really, really powerful. Uh, another thing I would suggest if you want to boost the culture of your company is to buy lunch. Um, I talked about this I think in a previous podcast, but for Tuesday's Taco Tuesday, you probably have a restaurant that sells tacos for a dollar, maybe a dollar fifty. You know you can limit it to three to four tacos per person, but buy lunch. Um, not only buy lunch, enjoy lunch with your team. It just helps to like bring people around the table, and it just helps boost the morale and the culture of the company. And you t- tend to learn about that. like what do they like to do on the weekends? Maybe you know what their kids are up to. There's so much great conversation that can come around a table and having that sense of community. Transparency, I think, is super important. And depending on who you speak to, they may tell you not to be so transparent with your team. I'm very transparent with my team. My team knows what I'm thinking. They know what's going on in my life. I want to know what's going on in their life. Uh, If there's something we're struggling with, like as a company, I share that with them. I want them to understand the struggles. I want them to understand why I'm making certain decisions. Uh, Right now, you know, our payroll in the past year has increased, you know, $10,000 a month. So, I'm having a lot of calls on scheduling. Like, how many people are we scheduling for this event? How many people are we scheduling for this? And I think it's important they know how much our payroll is because everyone has been giving raises. What they don't know is that our sales really haven't increased that much in the past year. So, once again, they need to know that so that their retention for customer cl- in our clients is Maybe more of a focus. Um, so I think it's really, really important to just be transparent. And I'm not telling anyone anything to scare them. And they they know that because I'm so transparent and I am throughout the whole journey. Um, but I just think it helps with knowing that like I'm human, they're human. I genuinely care about certain things that are happening within the company. And I feel like there's a little bit more insight. And they can make decisions based on some of the stuff that's going on with the company. Um, that maybe they wouldn't think of or know about if I wasn't transparent with them. Uh, Honesty is another thing I think is super important for building the culture. And this can be really, really challenging. So, um, you know, just with a lot of things that's happening recently, uh, you know, we're, and we picked a word for the year, which is another way to boost the company, which I wasn't planning on talking about, but I'll talk about that too. Um, Our word was quality. Quality. So we had to like really dive in and look at how we were doing things, who was doing it and how they were doing it. And so we've had to provide a lot of feedback in this year, more so than we have in the past. Um, Prior, it was like, I didn't want to hurt their feelings. You know, we all have egos. We all have pride. We're all really passionate about what we're doing. So I was really hesitant to give really honest feedback if I felt like someone could be doing something different or I would try this approach, or maybe your standards are a little bit low. Maybe you need to up the ante. And so I think telling your people and giving them really solid feedback is super, super important. And sometimes we have to be honest, even if it makes us uncomfortable. That kind of goes back into like the whole transparent thing too, as well as like being really honest with them about certain things that maybe others will tell you not to be. So when you're giving the feedback to Open yourself up for feedback from your team members and allow them that safe environment to where they can be honest with you. What do they need from you as a leader? How do they need you to approach conversations? Um, I know one of the things that was happening is I have a leadership team and there sometimes I go in there and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. And I just will get on a Slack channel and go to town. And then my, my leadership team is like, but you wanted me to handle it. So if you want me to handle it, I need you to just stay out of the Slack channel or come to me and then have a conversation and then we can go in there. So uh, be open to honest feedback from your employees as well so you can be a better leader because you don't want them frustrated. You don't want them silenced. You want them to be heard and you want them to come to you with any obstacle or challenge they may be having so that you can squash that, make it work to where they're happy, they're heard, and they are loyal and they want to stay. Oh, going back to picking a word, it's not one of my things to boost morale, but it could be. Uh, picking a word for the year is super, super powerful for the company. So uh, our annual company retreat and event, we do some team building, but we also pick a word for the company for the year. So this past year, it was quality. So we really keyed in on a quality experience, quality look, quality hires, quality performance, quality execution. And there was a lot of other things that we dove into when it came to quality. Uh, this upcoming year, we are going to be doing Believe, because we believe we can do it. Um, so that's going to be super, super cool. And so everyone is doing focus wheels based on that, on how they're going to incorporate our word for the year into their day-to-day operations at the company. Um also what's super cool is that I've been seeing the word believe on cards or on t-shirts and it's something that I can buy so that when some of our team members do a really great job I can gift them these really cool items that incorporate our word they're gonna be super super special and memorable to them and to me as well. Um, Speaking of that my number six way to boost the company morale is acknowledge. So it's super important for us to acknowledge our team members, acknowledge their hard work, acknowledge their dedication, acknowledge their commitment to the mission, to their role, to the responsibilities, to your clients, to others. And I have found that the team members just, they'll text me like how much they appreciate me acknowledging them or how they feel so valued at our MCAs. Uh, we also do a questionnaire. And one of the questions I said was, do you feel valued? Do you feel like we acknowledge you? And I think the majority of them said, yes, that's really great. Um, there's a couple that I called just to say, Hey, let's have a conversation. I want to make sure that you are being acknowledged and you feel appreciated and valued. And I was doing it, but I wasn't doing it the way they received it or the way they would like me to do it. So once again, I was, I was open-minded and I was ready for their feedback and they were super honest with me. Um, I think there's just so much benefit to understanding how to acknowledge them as well. So you can do that through DISC trainings. Uh, we've been recently doing human design. If you don't know about the love languages for the workplace, that's a great book that you can get for the workplace. And we know everyone's love languages now, and we know how they receive messages and how they want to, to be shown appreciation, acknowledged and valued. So super cool to dive into that as well. Um, creating opportunities for growth for our team members has been super, beneficial and has boosted the company morale. Um, as leaders, managers, business owners, it's our job to create opportunities for our team members and that opportunities for personal growth and professional growth. So as one of the leaders, I want to know what's your plan in one one year, three years, and five years? You know, what are you financially wanting to achieve? What are you wanting to buy? Where are you wanting to go? Are you going to be with me long-term? Am I a stepping stone? So understanding where they want to go helps me when navigating my annual plans, my budgets, my decisions that I'm making, and it allows them to grow within the organization. So having those conversations are super important. You may have to initiate them. I would tell you if you're the leader or the owner of the company, initiate those conversations. Don't wait for them to come to you that says, hey, I'm thinking about leaving because I'm not happy or I got more pay and things like that. Because sometimes we like the organization we're working for. We're just ready for a new challenge. We're ready for an increase in pay. So meet with your team members on a regular basis to make sure that you're meeting their growth vision or creating those opportunities for them. Uh, Number eight is develop your people. So, developing your people means you have to take time and invest in them, find out what they're wanting to do, where they're wanting to go, similar to the growth opportunity. And I host a lot of workshops at my organization. So, just this past month, I did, um, you know, what is your vision statement? We did block scheduling, we did um, picking a word for the year, we're going to be doing vision boards. I'm also going to be covering a couple other things with them as well, and I just did a couple workshops, but now they're like, are you going to be doing more? They want that. They need that, and it shows that I'm like genuinely interested in their well-being and their future as well. Uh, It's been super, super powerful. We also host Coffee and Conversation every single week, and that is where I pay our team members to come to the table, have a cup of coffee, and talk shop. If you don't have this within your organization, I would highly recommend it. It's a great way for your team members to bounce ideas from different departments, and it's a way to bridge the gap and break down the silos. Once again, it's one hour. Provide some coffee. We have a Keurig machine. I buy the Starbucks Keurig pods bulk, and you know, if they need cream, they can bring their own cream. If they need sugar. I'm sure we have sugar. So low cost makes a huge difference. I also have invested in coaching for some of my leadership team members so that they can learn more about marketing, they can learn about systems, and they can learn um, a variety of different things that they want to learn about. So I'm not pigeonholing them. And the more growth and development they have, the more growth and development the company is going to have as a whole. Um, I also want to help them with giving guidance. We had some individuals that were financially struggling and they were dealing with a lot of credit card debt. So I brought in a financial speaker from a local bank to speak to them about saving. Uh, We talked about credit score. We talked about eliminating debt. We talked about good spending. And when it comes to like mental health, we do massages biweekly. We have sound bath courses that we do and we do a mental health uh, reimbursement plan. So I think it's like 25 bucks for every two weeks, so 50 bucks a month. But it pays for a massage once a month, or it pays for them to go to a class, or it pays for a yoga studio. So think about the ways that you can be investing in your employees to where it helps with their personal and professional development. Show you care. It's so important. So many of us have left jobs because we didn't feel appreciated, but we didn't if you think that they really cared about us and they didn't care about our opinion, they didn't care about our time. They didn't care about our energy. They didn't care about our schedule. They didn't care about our family. Genuinely, they just didn't really care. They cared about their bottom line. That was it. Don't be that type of employer or leader care about your people. Uh, one of my mentors, his, uh, slogan for his company is TCP taking care of people. And that's genuinely what he does. And I have taken that, um, and take an ownership of that same philosophy. And really, really showing my people I genuinely care for them. My dad always said, take care of the people that take care of you. And my 10th rule or 10th tip for you would be to set a really good example. Set an example for all your departments. So if you have a sales team and you want them to do more sales, jump on the phone, start making sales calls. Or have meetings with them on how to get more leads, how to get warm leads, maybe do a script training, elevator speech training. Get in front with them so that you can train them, coach them, and give them hope. If you have, you know, a facilities team, you know, find out about the facilities, start walking around the facility, really dive into what's going on in the organization. How can you support those leads? So many times I have conversations with people and then they're talking to me and I'm like, well, why don't you just say something? Oh, well, they don't care or they're not going to get it or they don't understand how to do this job or yeah, right. So don't be that type of leader. Jump in with your people, do the events, do the calls, greet the customers and show up looking the part, we have certain weeks where we require all of our team members to wear our company shirts, swag, polos, etc. I show up wearing the same swag. I am one of them. And I want to set an example. If I were to show up not wearing it, what's going to make them think that they can show up, you know, not wearing it. So, I'm mandating it and I'm going to show up during that same week. I need to be wearing swag too there is a certain level of like, oh, the presence and things like that. And I do get that. And I do understand that there are sometimes I have different meetings where I shouldn't be showing up in a t-shirt or an MC polo. So I do make that known, hey, I've got a couple meetings today that are going to be off-site. I'm popping by. I may not be an MC swag today, but I'm not going to be working with the customers. Any other day I would be wearing that swag. So once again, it's about being a team player, setting a great example acknowledging your team members, showing you care, investing in them, creating opportunities, and so many other things that you can do. But at the end of the day, if your people are appreciated, they're going to show up with a good attitude. If they're passionate about what they're doing, they're going to love their job. And if you take care of them, they're never going to want to go anywhere else. So that's my tidbit for today's quickie. If you liked this episode, please give me a review and better yet, actually share this with a couple of leaders, business owners, and managers that you know that may benefit from hearing this podcast. Thanks for listening to the Stroke It podcast today. If you want to stroke me, please consider giving me a five-star review sharing this podcast with five of your favorite friends or someone you may think could benefit from the podcast and consider joining my collective. It's completely free for the first 30 days and you can go to jenniesfreegift.com.